2: some good news. And we need it. An impeachment inquiry has been approved by the House of Representatives, and they're finally going to seriously look into this guy in the House. That's a good thing. Also, January 6th, defendants, some convicted, some who didn't even break anything or hurt anybody, they just got a big break, possibly from the Supreme Court. One of the things they charged him with was overly broad, actually had nothing to do with Congress. It was a law that may have been misused, AND A LOT OF PEOPLE COULD GO FREE AND POSSIBLY HAVE THEIR RECORDS CLEARED. MORE ON THAT WITH JOSEPH MCBRIDE, A GREAT LAWYER WHO HAS BEEN INVOLVED IN A LOT OF THIS STUFF. AND ALSO, PRESIDENT TRUMP. PRESIDENT TRUMP HIMSELF, LET'S SEE. OH, YES. THE SUPREME COURT IS GOING TO RULE ON uh, SOME IMMUNITY ISSUES. NOW, THAT MEANS, WELL, IT COULD MEAN REALLY GREAT THINGS. THE WHOLE CASE, THE JANUARY 6th CASE GOES AWAY. BUT AT LEAST IT LOOKS LIKE IT'S GOING TO BE DELAYED. You know, they want to have it as soon as possible to interfere with the election. So, could happen after the election, could happen who knows when, maybe not ever. We'll see. All right. But you probably did see the big press conference from Hunter Biden. Everybody's talking about it, right? But I don't think anybody noticed what I noticed, okay? Hunter Biden in that scene was happy. This is exactly what he's always wanted. His dreams came true. Hunter Biden wanted this for his entire life. And I know that because Joe Biden told me so. In Joe Biden's own autobiography, he wrote the following about his son. In the middle of one of our hangaround days, I put the question to him. So, Hunter, what do you want to be when you grow up? His answer, I want to be important. Well, Hunter did get his wish. There he is, important, the man of the hour, right? Even looks like a United States senator, uh, a committee chairman in some of these pictures. And I know, actually, from reading his own autobiography, that's kind of what he's all about. Um, Back to the book, though, and this is where I feel a little bit sorry for for Hunter. After Hunter says to him, I want to be important, what does Joe do? Joe does not try to correct him. Joe doesn't say, well, it's not about being important. You got It's about serving people. It's about becoming good at something and making a contribution. You know what Joe Biden's response is? I knew what he meant. I knew what he meant. That's it. That's the story. I knew what he meant. So <laughs> Joe becomes important by becoming a senator in a little tiny state, right? Big shortcut. Look at him with all those microphones. He really, yeah, he knew what he meant. He, he's important. Hunter. Hunter now is important. Maybe he wanted that laptop to be found. Can I see that? Yeah, look at that. That is an important man. I'll give him this. So let's get to uh, what he actually said. There are some very interesting revelations here and almost absurd moments. Let's start. Good morning. I'm here today
1: to answer at a public hearing any legitimate questions Chairman Comer and the House Oversight Committee may have for me. I'm here today to make sure that the House committee's illegitimate investigations of my family do not proceed on distortions, manipulated evidence, and lies.
2: He's, <laughs> he's going he's gonna to determine what's legitimate and illegitimate. Again, the demeanor, like he's a U.S. senator. He's been watching one long enough, huh? Keep going. But
1: I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. I am first and foremost a son, a father, a brother, and a husband from a loving and supportive family.
2: This made me nauseous, seriously nauseous, because this is not sincere. This is right out of Democrat crisis communications, uh, the handbook that they have. Really, when they're going after somebody, going after a Republican, going after Andrew Cuomo, this is the kind of stuff they said. Andrew Cuomo was actually accused of uh, grabbing that girl's rear end. Uh, And they try to make her victim of the year. She wasn't, by the way. Andrew Cuomo did a lot of bad things, but not with this girl. And what did she say when she was going on her media tour?
3: In the report, you're known as executive assistant number one. I am executive assistant in the governor's office, but I am also a mother. I am a daughter. I am a friend. I'm a colleague. I
1: am more than executive assistant number one.
2: Get you right here, right? Don't fall for it. and Don't fall for it when Hunter does it. And then the arrogance comes through, a lot of it. I'm
1: proud to have earned degrees from Georgetown University and Yale Law School. I'm proud of my legal career and business career. I'm proud of my time serving on a dozen different boards of directors. And I'm proud of my efforts to forge global business relationships.
2: Um, Yale, President Clinton wrote him a letter to get him into that school. Is he proud of his global business relationships Well, if he was, why was he always, like, lurking around in the shadows? When Joe Biden went on a big trip, he got off the front of the plane. Who was already there waiting for him in places like South Korea? Yeah, take a look. Hunter in the backseat of the car. This is not a proud man. This is a man working furtively. This is a man working surreptitiously. Why? (laughs) I think we have an idea. Because this kind of behavior, well, it's unethical and possibly illegal. There he is again. There's Hunter. Hi, Hunter. Recognize him? All right. And was he proud of the China situation about that guy from China? Was he proud of this? The
1: spy chief of China, who started the company that my partner, who was worth $323 billion, founded. It is now missing. The richest man in the world is missing, who was my partner.
2: And Hunter is really afraid that the New York Times is gonna find out. This man was not proud of what he was doing because he didn't want anybody to know about what he was doing. All right, back to the press conference.
1: For six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed-door session right now, have impugned my character, INVADED MY PRIVACY, ATTACKED MY WIFE, MY CHILDREN, MY FAMILY, AND MY FRIENDS.
2: THE VICTIM CARD. HEY, LAY OFF MAGA. WE JUST STARTED LOOKING INTO YOU A COUPLE OF MONTHS AGO, BASICALLY. Uh, LOOK AT uh, THE UNITED STATES OF AMERICA. IT'S THE UNITED STATES OF AMERICA THAT INDICTED HIM AGAIN AFTER A FIVE-YEAR INVESTIGATION. You should be lucky. You're kind of lucky because they've been stringing this along trying to help you. All right. You brought your character up. I didn't. Let's look at his prostitution bill. This is in the indictment. They, you can add it up. This is how much money he was spending on prostitutes. You brought up your own character. You think uh, people do have a problem with it. People do find it a little bit unseemly when you marry or get it on or hook up with your brother's wife, Haley. Yeah, that happened. And you guys went to the beach and somehow Joe Biden and his wife, Jill, pretended that they liked this. They did. They put out a public statement saying, we're so happy for Haley and uh, Hunter that they found each other. Wasn't hard. Uh One more. They've
1: ridiculed my struggle with addiction. They've belittled my recovery. And they have tried to dehumanize me all to embarrass and damage my father, who has de- devoted his entire public
2: life to service. Entire public life to service? Can I see all of Joe Biden's houses, please? Joe Biden's been buying stuff for a long time. I don't think this is a man all about service. Next.
1: For six years, I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine shouting, Where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. Let me state as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist.
2: Certainly not as an artist. Those crummy paintings are hunters and hunters alone. May we see? (laughs) Okay, I never thought for a moment that uh, Joe was involved in creating these paintings. It's who's buying them and for what purpose. That intrigues us, to say the least. And what did he say about his father not being, how did he put it? Let me be as clear as possible, and then he wasn't clear.
1: Let me state as clearly as I can my father was not financially involved in my business.
2: Let me be clear. He chose that phrase to confuse the issue. This is lawyered, all right? Not financially involved. You know, I thought about this. Am I financially involved, say, with uh, my boss, right? I get paid, but I don't think I'm financially involved. That's not a way to put it, right? I, the paycheck. And I think Joe was just getting paid. We have documentation that Joe was getting paid by Hunter. You know, I, you, can, you can, oh, it's only $1,300 or whatever. But money was going from a Wasco that had all kinds of Chinese funds to Joe Biden. That has been established. Uh, we also know that hundreds of thousands of dollars was wired from China. And the beneficiary address of all places was Wilmington, Delaware, Joe's house, In Wilmington, Delaware. Well, Hunter was living there at the time. No, he wasn't. He was actually living in California. All right. Next. And in the depths of my addiction,
1: I was extremely irresponsible with my finances. But to suggest that is grounds for an impeachment inquiry is beyond the absurd.
2: What's absurd is when Donald Trump raised questions, dared to raise questions about Uh, Joe Biden, and what he meant by turning off that investigation, by by having that prosecutor fired, by just raising the question, they impeached him, Donald Trump, for asking a question about this very bizarre boast uh, from Joe.
1: I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. Got fired.
2: It is so dirty. It is so obvious. Can you imagine how stilted, how warped the system is? Donald Trump sees this on TV, thinks it's weird, which it is, and says to Zelensky, who's president, and the presidents talk to each other, hey, what's up with this? You can do that. You can do that. Next.
1: There's no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen.
2: There it is, that financially involved thing. Well, let's go to the WhatsApp messages from the summer of 2017, I believe. I am sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment has not been fulfilled, he says to Henry Zhao, who's in China at the time. Tell the director I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight. Next. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every... You know, I will say that the man, Joe Biden, is just sitting there. <laughs> uh, he, he knows how to hold a grudge, and uh, you'll regret not following my direction. Last text. I am sitting here for the call, waiting with my father. Well, is this what he means by not involved? Did Joe fall asleep or something like that? or Joe, I mean... It's um, no, this is corruption. This is, this is, this needs to be finally, I'm so glad the impeachment committee is going for it, right, don't you think? All right, keep going. James Comer, Jim Jordan,
1: Jason Smith, and their colleagues have distorted the facts by cherry picking lines from a bank statement, manipulating texts I sent, editing the testimony of my friends and former business
2: partners. Hey, cherry-picking, manipulating, editing? Uh, Jim, who do they think they are? The January 6th committee? (laughs) That's what they did. That's what they do. Uh, Now they're complaining about it. Uh, All right, keep going. There is no fairness or
1: decency in what these Republicans are doing. They have lied over and over about every aspect of my personal and professional life.
2: Lying about every aspect of one's personal or professional life. You know who that is? You know who that is. is old man Joe. We could go, we could fill books of these, you know, from the truck driver to the shot at in Iraq, to Bo died in Iraq, to graduated from the top of my class. That's what the Bidens do. And that's what they're doing. Keep going. I like this.
1: No matter how many times it is debunked, they continue to insist that my father's support of Ukraine against Russia is the result of a non-existent bribe.
2: I got to tell you, I never actually thought about that. I did not think that that was a positive. He put it in my head. Remember that theory. A lot of people want Ukraine to win, but is that why Joe really, really wants Ukraine? He said it, not me. All right, next. They displayed naked photos of me
1: during an oversight hearing. And they have taken the light of my dad's love, the light of my dad's love for me, and presented it as darkness. They have no
2: shame. Next picture, please. Next picture. He's telling us, he's telling Jim Jordan that he has no shame. This man. Had a, had sex with his dead brother's wife. No shame. Unbelievable. And they call us uh, what do they call us? Uh, subversives. They call us oh uh, fringe extremists. No, that looks pretty extreme to me. All right, we're almost done. Republicans do not want
1: an open process where Americans can see their tactics, expose their baseless inquiry or hear what I have to say. What are they afraid of? I'm here, I'm
3: ready. Why not Why not
0: testify now? Why did you get-
2: I'm here, I'm ready. Uh, and he goes right back into the SUV with 15 bodyguards and drives off, a whole motorcade. So he blew off the subpoena. He was uh, required to appear before a deposition, I believe, closed doors. He didn't want to do it. You know what happens to people who don't do it? If you're MAGA, you go to jail. Steve Bannon did the same thing. Here he is getting out of jail. He was actually in jail for a couple of weeks, and they want to put him in prison. Peter Navarro, another Trump guy, White House veteran, uh, they put him in jail. And they want to put him in prison for this whole uh, not answering a subpoena. And that reminds me of the Trump kids. You know, Donald, Eric, uh, Ivanka, squeaky clean. I mean, really, they had a life of high finance and business and real estate decades before their dad got involved in politics. Donald Trump Jr. responded to a deposition. He didn't have a press conference outside. He went to Capitol Hill And, yeah, he faced the music. The music was a dud, oh, by the way. But he went there to see the House Intelligence Committee. uh, And he was deposed by Letitia James. He complied. That's what they do. They follow the law. Eric Trump complied. He followed the law. They get harassed, and they actually comply at the same time. Uh, Ivanka Trump, she had to go through those ridiculous January 6 hearings. Look at what they did to her, huh? The whole family sits down... In front of 60 Minutes, Donald Trump Jr. also went on The View. These guys go on in hostile media. They actually confront them. They're not afraid. They don't have anything to hide. The Bidens have a lot to hide, and we saw it. He runs away at the end, just like the old man. No questions. I'm done. And he walks off. May we see him quitting one more time? There he goes. Wow shame on you hunter actually shame on you and i'll be right back
0: thanks of course to your support thank you very much mr president thank you america slava ukraine
2: all right mr Zelensky, mr president you got the money again congratulations uh all right. Have at it. But the next time you come over here, I think you got to wear something nicer. All right. Sorry. But <laughs> I mean, you know, at first it was a T-shirt. Now it's a sweatshirt. It's not professional. It's just not. It doesn't work for me. OK. I don't think it works for Ukraine. I think it's a bad look. Am I being trivial? I don't care. All right. We're paying for the we're paying for this thing. You got to put on some decent clothes. You know just being at war is not an excuse all kinds of wartime leaders have visited u.s presidents and uh, worn a tie winston churchill <laughs> he wore a three-piece suit when he met with fdr right in the middle of world war ii uh during war, during the korean war when truman met with the president of south korea singman ray was that his name put on a suit the South Vietnamese president, when he met with uh, Lyndon Johnson, knew how to dress up. When he met with Nixon, the same guy, knew it was time to dress up. How about during the Gulf War? Uh, I'm told that this is very, very uh, regal wear for Saudi Arabia and uh, Afghanistan. Uh, the Afghan president put on that very special hat, all right? Can I see that hat, please, with W? Oh, well, I don't know who that is, but it looks fancy. and. Uh, you got to dress appropriately when you're in the White House, no matter who you are, okay? You can't pull this stuff anymore. Ooh, I had this to say about Paul Ryan. Remember him, the guy who lost the debate to Joe Biden? And now he's so <laughs> lecturing everybody about democracy, pompous, tripped up Trump every step of the way, and again, lost that debate to Joe Biden, went down with Mitt Romney, and here's what he has to say about Trump. This is not helping.
0: Look, Trump's not a conservative. He's an authoritarian narcissist. So I think they basically called him out for that. He's a populist authoritarian narcissist. So historically speaking, all of his tendencies are you know, basically where narcissism takes him, which is whatever makes him popular, or makes him feel good at any given moment. And he, and he doesn't think in, Ill, in, in classical liberal conservative terms. He thinks in, in an authoritarian way. And he's been able to get a, a, a big chunk of the Republican base to follow him because, you know, he's the culture warrior.
2: This is so wrong and so outrageous. He is a warrior. Nothing wrong with that, actually. Nothing wrong with fighting for what you believe in. That was the problem with you and Mitt Romney. You were too a too elite, too focused on what might happen to you both when and if you lose and you lost. And now you got corporate hookups all over the place. This guy has been in politics since he was 25 years old. He's a former speaker, and he's only like 51. And as far as narcissism goes, he does that P90X workout. P90X. Uh, those guys, you know those really buff dudes at the gym? I'm sorry. Not all of them, but a lot of them are kind of narcissistic. And uh, how's this for authoritarian slash narcissistic How many portraits does he have of himself, thanks to the government? One from the House Ways and Means Committee, one from some other committee, and one from being speaker. 51 years old. Three public portraits commissioned. I think that is, uh, that's pretty rich. He's calling somebody narcissistic and authoritarian, huh? Oh, well, Paul. We don't miss you. You certainly weren't cut out for this line of work. Uh, but I hear you're doing very well. Congratulations. And I'll be right back. The United States Supreme Court. Hmm. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. Occasionally great. They seem to be all over the place lately. But... This is potentially good news. It looks like they're poised to weigh in. They're weighing in on the January 6 cases. Uh, they seem to realize that so many people have been overcharged, over sentenced. So many people who didn't break anything, didn't hurt anybody. Uh, the Supreme Court is taking on, uh, let's see here, U.S. Code District 18, 15, 12, whatever. I, I need a lawyer, and let's bring one in. Uh, Joseph McBride, he has been representing uh, several I think uh, wrongly accused January 6th defendants, including Big O Barnett. All he did was put his feet up on a desk, and he <laughs> in jail. Joseph McBride, welcome back. Tell us what this means and what what actually happened.
0: Greg, it's uh, great to see you. So the fifteen twelve charge is the obstruction charged. All of the defense attorneys in every one of these cases across the board have been arguing since the inception of the January 6th prosecutions that usage of that, uh, that statute is improper. Uh, namely because this, this statute was, uh, was, was developed after Enron under the Sarbanes-Oxley's Act. It's designed to prevent... Uh, White collar criminals from shredding documentary evidence and obstructing a governmental p- process or proceeding. So you have to ask yourself, well, if this is about document shredding and the destruction of of evidence, why could somebody like Big O Barnett, who had his feet up on the desk, uh, go to trial and be found guilty of this crime? That's because the uh, the the expanded reading uh, of that of this charge has been illegally expanded, and the D.C. District Court has let this happen. There's only one judge who's had the courage to say, hey, that this is improper. That was Judge Nichols. Uh, That case went up to the, uh, the circuit level, where the circuit level agreed with the Department of Justice, and now it's going before the Supreme Court. If this case gets overturned at the Supreme Court, it's going to dismantle the Department of Justice's entire prosecutorial narrative Behind culpability regarding January 6th protesters and President Trump.
2: That is wild. And I had no idea. Pro- interfering with a government proceeding. By that they mean a trial. Like what Jeffrey Skilling and those guys at Enron, right? They were accused of that destroying is- documents that they needed a trial, and that was the disruption of the proceeding. Is that
0: it? That is exactly right. And what they are saying is and they have argued this at nauseum in these cases, is that your mere presence on Capitol grounds or anywhere in D.C. during the uh, electoral confirmation process is enough to be considered uh, objective interference w- 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 with the electoral count. Wait, wait wait, absolute- wait,
2: wait, wait. Uh, Jose, I'm totally on your side here, but if you were anywhere in Washington, D.C.? No, right? We don't mean that.
0: No, we, we do we, we do mean that to some extent. There have been multiple trials where people have gone down on the 15-12 charge, despite the fact that they never even entered the Capitol. Ah, yeah. Right? So this has been a big thing. This is how they've been doing it all along. It's manifestly unjust. It's unconstitutional. It should not have been happened. But because the D.C. bench is politicized, it's vertically integrated. 96% Biden voter jury pool, a Department of Justice that does not care about the rule of law, In a court that just absolutely hates Donald Trump and everybody who supports him, they've Mm -hmm. been able to get away with this. But one judge, one judge had the courage to say no, that this isn't right, and now it's made its way to the Supreme Court.
2: Carl Nichols, Judge Carl Nichols. Uh, Yeah, right, Enrique Tarrio. Yeah, he was in Baltimore. He wasn't anywhere (laughs) near the Capitol. Can you briefly tell me what is happening? Donald Trump, they're arguing he should have immunity for presidential actions, and yep. I believe that the trial date they wanted in March, that's just been thrown way open. We don't know when it's going to happen. And it looks like he's winning, actually.
0: Correct? Correct. Now, under Nixon v. Fitzgerald, uh, presidents are generally immune uh, so long uh, from civil conduct so long as their conduct falls within the Outer limits of presidential duties. That's what the court, what the court case says. It's a very, very famous case. Uh, President Trump's team is trying to expand that uh, to the criminal charges that he's facing right now, saying, "Hey, wait a second. It's within my presidential duties to make sure that election integrity is sound, and I'm being charged by making by doing my due diligence here." I get it. So there's no there's no rush on this. Jack Smith wants to rush it. He wants to to skip the circuit and Trump's team says, hey, wait a second, uh, screw the March date, let's do this the right way. But the Supreme Court is gonna take that up? Well, the Supreme Court is going to consider whether or not to leapfrog the district court in this process. Right. My understanding is that uh, papers are due on, on December 20th from Trump's team to, to, to hear their side of the argument. Trump's team is, of course, going to say, hey, listen, there is a process here. Let this make its way through the D.C. Circuit. And if the D.C. Circuit, you know, one person disagrees with that ruling and it makes its way up to the Supreme Court, then so be it. Jack Smith, that's his worst nightmare. He does not want that to happen because that's going to torpedo his March 4th date.
2: And Judge Chuckkin seems to already realize that March 4th is probably moot, at least for now and maybe for good. Thank you very much, Joseph McBride. Good luck to your clients, especially Big O. Give him my regards (laughs) and we'll be right back. So, the great big statement from Hunter Biden. How did it go over in Delaware? I am curious to know. You know, back in the day, Joe Biden was uh, married to Jill Biden, of course, I think in 1977. But before that, Jill Biden was actually married to our next guest, Bill Stevenson. Welcome back to Newsmax. You've been on many times. We so appreciate your unique insight into all of this. Uh, how you doing? Good, Greg. How are you tonight? Thank you very much for having me back. You bet. You bet. And by the way, everybody, if you haven't seen Bill before, you've already kind of forgiven Jill. Uh, She basically had an affair with uh, Joe while still married to you. That's in the past. But you got big problems with Joe. And we'll get to that in a moment. But, you know, Delaware pretty well. And everybody in your state seems to know the Bidens. How is today's statement from Hunter going over? I'll tell you
3: what, Greg, not, uh, you know, Joe and I have a history we met in 1971 Uh, for your viewers that uh, haven't heard that yet from me. And I've been here in Delaware. I started at the University of Delaware in 1968 playing football and then opened up a business two years later. And uh, I know Delaware. And I know that people are extremely upset after what happened today.
2: So uh, give us a little bit more detail. And and, and what did you personally come away with. Uh, At one point, he was complaining about a six-year investigation. We'll get to the eight-day investigation of you in a moment, but expand on that, if you will. What were you thinking when you saw the statement? I'll tell you what, Greg,
3: I was sitting at a counter this morning having breakfast, and a guy I know pretty well comes walking up to me and sits down next to me, which happens to me a lot. I'm very approachable here, and I've got a lot of friends and family. He said to me, do you think Hunter's going to show up today at the Capitol and testify? And I looked over at him, and I said, I'm not so sure. I thought he was scheduled on the 13th, and I thought that he had to be there. And uh, didn't think that much about it. We chatted about some things. And then he calls me at a, like later in the afternoon, early morning. I'm not like late morning. And he said, turn on Newsmax. I said, I have it on. I said, I'm just not in my office. I'll go back. I was shocked when I saw, to be perfectly honest. Greg, I think he dug a deeper hole than he was in before, and I think he really enhanced the case going forward against him. How so? I think he's in trouble. I'll tell you why. He's blaming everybody but himself. He's accusing, he's using the word they are lying, when the problem is they are his former business partners. They are people that have been dealing with him for years. I was thinking about something after I watched him speak. And I said, I think Hunter really just hurt himself. And I think he made his path forward a little tougher. Greg, why hasn't he ever done business with our allies? Why hasn't he done business with England? Why hasn't he done business with France, Germany? My god, he never talks about Canada. He only does business with our
2: enemies. That's a very interesting question. Uh, now, Ukraine is technically you know, friendly, but uh, it's a little bit uh, murky over there. That's fascinating. I never really thought about it that way. Um, I guess there was some business with Romania and we're kind of friendly with them. I want to play a quick portion here. Uh, him moaning about the long investigation. For six years... MAGA Republicans, including members of the
1: House committees who are in a closed-door session right now, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife,
2: my children, my family. Sheer thing, he's not mentioning the federal government was investigating him for most of that time. And I think you would have enjoyed a longer investigation. Let's put it up on the screen. You have a, had a thriving business, the Stone Balloon, back in uh, the 70s and 80s. Um, <laughs> they got you for not paying payroll taxes for three months in the 1980s. And the wild thing, if we have the calendar, if we can put this up, they hold you into federal court. You didn't pay taxes, allegedly, for the first three months of... 1982. You were in federal court under indictment on April 21st. Um, The federal government doesn't move that fast unless what is happening, uh, Bill?
3: Everybody in Delaware now realizes that he did everything he can to destroy me. I have nothing against Jill. I've said it over and over again. Some people get a little irritated that I'm leaving her alone, but she did nothing to me. Joe, Jimmy, Frankie, were the culprits in what happened to me. Let me tell you a quick one-minute story, Please, 15 seconds. I was fined $1,000 in this case that was related to the taxes and the stone balloon and a a little $8,000 car loan. I was fined $1,000, and there was a $40 fee. And I paid the $1,000, case was over, everything was fine. And the judge goes, well, we say you did not pay the $40 fee. And I said, you're right, because it's a victim's compensation fee. And the judge looked at him. He goes, why didn't you pay that? I said, Your Honor, I'm the victim. (laughs) This came out of nowhere. Guess what they did, Greg? They dragged me out of court and held me in
2: contempt of court right there on the spot over $40. That's what happens. You mess with the... It's incredible. Your story is incredible. We're all looking forward to the book. Oh, by the way. And it's not a you're not in it for the money. We know that, Bill. We know that you have a fascinating story to tell about the Bidens and your own life. And we look forward to that. I know it's in the works. Bill Stevenson, proud Delawarean. We thank you once again.
3: Great. Thank you. God bless you. and God bless all your viewers. Well, thank you. We'll be right back.
2: Hey, Barack Obama uh, took a break from his vacation, landed the private jet and invited the cameras to uh, show him being a nice guy around the kids in a fairly peculiar way. uh, Take a look. He's dressed like Zelensky. Uh, the hat is not cutting it. <laughs> These kids have no idea who just walked in the room, by the way. Uh, Santa, the president, they don't know. But, I'm
0: gonna, but I want to come by and read
2: a story about Santa to you guys. Can I do that? He's very, very excited. No, they're confused and uh, not that interested. And again, no idea. Granted, they're only like four. Uh, Now he sits down. Do you see that thing about the boys? Oh, no, anybody want me to read a book? Does that, right, in certain locations. (laughs) I don't know. I think this guy should be escorted out of the school. All right, next, please. So if you have a friend or a relative who doesn't like Trump, and they just can't get over, I don't know, the the tweet, the tweeting, or the name calling, or whatever it is, tell them to really focus on the policy. And this is a great speech, July 4th, 2020. I know so many people who've never heard of this moment. It was at Mount Rushmore, and the agenda that he outlines, yeah, it's MAGA, but people don't know what MAGA is on the left. It is so mainstream, it is so common sense, having a border not getting into unnecessary foreign wars and then losing those wars, Uh, less taxation, the transgender mess, putting an end to all of that. I just, I don't consider myself right wing. You know, they go, you're an extremist. No, make America great again is not an extreme agenda. It's an American agenda. People talk about the middle. Is there a middle? Is there a compromise on this? I don't think so. I really don't. Get them out of the school, away from children. All right. Now, remember a little while ago I showed you uh, Hunter leaving?
1: Republicans do not want an open process where Americans can see their tactics, expose their baseless inquiry, or hear what I have to say. What are they afraid of?
2: I'm here. I'm ready. Are there, are ready
0: and, and there Biden. he is, in, de-
2: in, in, in defiance of the subpoena, <laughs> leaving. Uh, that's a real problem. And when Joe Biden was asked about that, uh, January 6 people not complying with the subpoena, what did Joe think should happen to them?
0: people congressional subpoenas <laughs> on the January 6 committee.
2: I hope that
1: the committee goes after them and uh, holds them accountable. Should they way. be
0: prosecuted by the I, Justice I do,
2: Department? yes. He hopes that the, the committee goes after them, holds them accountable. Do you think they should go to jail? Yes, I do. Well, I actually agree with Joe. We'll be right back. We end the show in one of two ways, either talking about Newsmax Plus or talking about my kids. Tonight is about my kids, Madeline and Annalise. Take a look. Come with me. I want my mom. Oh, she'll be here in a second. How are you, Annalise? They both wanted their mommy not into daddy all that much sometimes. Although sometimes they're really crazy about me. I love them so much. One is three. The other one just turned two. And I'm very, very lucky. My wife is there. Uh, uh, She's very camera shy. Anyway, thank you. See you soon, girls. And see you um, the day after tomorrow. I am actually off tomorrow for a special anniversary. My parents, 60 years. Should have had a picture of them, huh? Anyway, uh, I'll see you Friday. All the best.